Welcome to the Crop Insurance Podcast, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of crop insurance. I'm your host, Mike Rydell, third generation crop insurance agent, and I'm thrilled to have you join me on this educational journey. At our family owned and operated business, we've been providing crop insurance expertise for generations. Our goal here is simple, to educate our listeners. Crop insurance can be complex and overwhelming, but I believe that understanding it is crucial for every farmer. So whether you're a seasoned farmer looking to stay updated or a newcomer seeking guidance, this podcast is for you. Let's take a moment to thank some of our sponsors of the Crop Insurance Podcast. Our title sponsor, the McMeal Insurance Agency, are probably your greatest insurance agents ever. They specialize in federal crop insurance and have since 1979. To visit their website, go to www.greatestagencyever.com. The McMeal Insurance Agency is a proud partner with the Crop West Insurance Group. Welcome to a special edition of the Crop Insurance Podcast. In this episode, I had the opportunity while at the Montana Grain Growers Convention to sit down with some farmers from all across the great state of Montana. I asked them two questions. What does crop insurance mean to them? And to share a personal experience of when crop insurance made a difference in their operation. I think you'll find some common threads in listening to each of these farmers from different backgrounds and from different parts of the state to help shed a little light into how important this safety net program is to the American farmer. From my family to theirs, I would like to thank them so much for taking the time to sit down with me, and I hope you'll enjoy listening about the impact of the Federal Crop Insurance Program on the American Farmer. Um, my name is Gary Heilig Jr. Um, I'm a current partner and, and owner in CropWest Insurance uh, Incorporated out of Spokane, Washington. I also farm in uh, central Montana uh, with my brother Boyd Heilig, who's the current uh, vice president or vice chairman of the Montana Grain Growers Association. Okay. And then how long has your family been farming? Uh, we've been in the, our current location since 1983 is when we established that. Uh, we've farmed, farmed and ranched. Uh, uh, my dad started in the in the 60s, so and been in Montana for a long time. What does crop insurance mean to you? Um, well, first of all, it's my livelihood, so it means a lot to me. <laughs> but uh, but second of all, is is I would say it's it's helping uh, not just American you know consumers, but we feed the world uh, from the United States. And so it, one thing that I like about the crop insurance space is it does so much to keep uh, food prices from spiking because it keeps farmers able to farm again the next year instead of if they have a weather-related disaster that, uh, that you know, would put them out of business if they didn't have crop insurance. It allows them to continue to farm, which keeps food prices more level and, and sustainable than they would be if there was no such thing as crop insurance. So I think it's helping the world is, is probably what it, what it really means to me as, as far as crop insurance goes. Not just U.S., but it also helps the world because we, we have a lot of people to feed. Have you ever had a scenario where you had to lean on crop insurance or use it for your operation? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll start with my dad. Um, in 1984 and 1985 were back-to-back -back really bad drought years where we farm in central Montana. And 
Um, you know, crop insurance wasn't as robust as it is today. The coverages weren't as good, um, you know, but it's, it allowed him to survive and get to farm again another year. Uh, so 1986 was better, 1987 was really good. And it did exactly what it was supposed to do. It, it, it doesn't guarantee you a profit. It just basically helps cover the costs of all the inputs that you have to grow that crop to make sure you farm again the next year. Uh, for me personally, um, my brother and I in, in 2020 and, uh, uh, and, and uh, 2021 were both uh, pretty difficult years. Uh, whether it was from uh, you know a record drought uh, in 20 uh, or a combination of soft lies and, and uh, hail and drought in 2022, uh, so we've we've seen some uh, a lot of different uh, uh, things that have helped. That crop insurance has has been there. Um, we we purchase regular crop insurance plus uh, margin protection plus hail insurance. So. Um, we're we're very um, very staunch supporters of, of all crop insurance, uh, not not just the federal stuff, but the um, the, the private industry side too on hail and fire. So we we would not farm without it. It's it's just it's one of our fixed costs that we just uh, it's part of our budget. I'm Steve Shuffles with Shuffles Farms. Uh, we farm. Uh, 12 miles northeast of Great Falls. Primarily, our biggest crop is winter wheat, and secondarily, we do uh, barley, which we hope to sell for malt every year. So, and then we're starting to start uh, a rotation of crops. And this last year, we tried some peas. So, uh, we tried uh, yellow field peas. So, that's kind of what we grow. Uh, and our first crop uh, was in 1918. So, we've been farming on uh, 105 years in the family. I, I haven't. I might look it, but not quite yet. <laughs> what does crop insurance mean to you? So, um, crop insurance is extremely important uh, for our farm and for all farms, basically, I don't understand how you can farm without it. Um, most people don't realize how much risk is involved with uh, farming. There's just so much risk involved that you can't uh, run the business successfully year over year. Um, in our own farm, when I was looking to come back in, in uh, 2007, I looked at this and I looked at the uh, uh, 80 or 90 years of history that we mm -hmm. had at that point and just looking at the books for the farm itself over the previous say 50 years the farm itself made money two years out of ten it, it's a it's a it's a commodity it's a low margin business right everybody in the world grows wheat mm -hmm. and you have to grow it to make money at it you got to grow it more efficiently than every than everybody else to make money at it and um uh, if everything goes good, you don't need crop insurance, but stuff happens. And so it's just uh, to be able to run your business year over year, uh, year in and year out, and keep a business in the family for 100 years, you have to be able to count on some revenue every year. And you can't always count on a crop, so that's why you buy crop insurance, is so you can count on, count on some revenue anyway. Um, Crop insurance is vitally important to family farms. You'd have to have an awfully big farm to be self-insured. When I say big, I mean spread over a geographic area where a drought doesn't affect you. Yeah. Or, 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 you know, hailstorms can be pretty uh, localized and random, but they also take way more percent of your crop 
I mean, yeah. you can lose your whole, whole crop overnight. And as a, a family farm or somebody starting out in farming, you just can't keep the capital financed without having some kind of income every year to offset all the inputs that you have to put in to keep your farm running. So without crop insurance, I don't think America would have family farms. And that's, I think, why the government subsidizes crop insurance. And um, I think it's a really good uh, policy to have as a, as a nation. One of the things that I think about is I worked in uh, industry for a lot of years. Okay. And uh, I worked for companies that kind of started out being family type companies, but over time they got bought out by bigger and bigger companies and everything kind of turned into the looking at the next quarter and looking at uh, the returns on the year and your financial statements. And you, you don't want people making decisions on the soil of your country using that kind of a framework because you can, you can do a lot of things to get a short-term re result on your land that will, not, not, will ruin it or make a, an impact in the long term that if you're, late, if you're handing your land down to your children, mm -hmm. you don't make those decisions because you're stewards of the land. It's, it's vitally important to you that your land is better when you leave it than when you started with it. And just that mindset of the family farmer is, I think, pretty cool. My name is Nate Palpalm. I'm a certified organic producer down in Bozeman, Montana with Cold Springs Organics. Awesome. So how long have you been farming? I'm a first-generation farmer. I started my operation in 2004 with a loan to buy three bred cows and then ended up uh, growing from there after I found Certified Organic and the value add that that provides. Um, we run just a little over oh, uh, about 600 acres of crops in a year okay. um, and then a balance of pasture and forage. Crop insurance is going to be one of those few tools that a profession like farming, which is so risky in and of itself, um, allows farmers to have a little bit more of a fighting chance to stay on the land. So when we think about having to take all of the risk that goes into farming, um, be it weather or a volatile market, crop insurance is something that allows you to at least be able to consider how can I farm again next year? How do I not go out of business or risk going out of business every single year based on the weather? So in your years of farming and using crop insurance, have you had to use it? I have, yes. So this is actually my second year being okay. covered um, and have had a, came out of a terrible drought in 2021 in which I was not covered, lost a ton of crop, um, and it just got me thinking there must be a better way. And so uh, with organic is a little bit tricky because you want to find an agent that's going to be knowledgeable about the difference between organic and conventional. But, um, but functionally have been able to, yeah, uh, have had a claim was a very helpful to being able to cover everything and keep going into the next year. I'm Hayden Heilig. Uh, we farm just about three miles south of Moore, Montana, which is central. Um, our main crops that we grow are just winter and spring wheat. Um, and then uh, we dabble in barley 
here and there. I haven't personally grown any barley yet, but uh, okay. I think this spring we'll get into that. So my grandpa, he grew up uh, in Turner, Montana, which is just a nowhere town in northeast Montana. Um, his dad, so my great grandpa, started farming there. Oh man, that had to have been 30s. Okay. Wow. 30s and 40s. Um, and then they, when my dad was born, they moved around, oh, all over the place and then ended up in more in the 80s. So we've been there since the 80s. So I've born and raised in more. So this is my third year farming my own stuff. So what does crop insurance mean to you? Oh man, it means a lot. Um, personally, the fact that you know that you're covered because in farming, you don't know what's going to happen. You can't predict if the hailstorm's going to happen, if it's not going to rain. There's just so many. Your crop could just not do what you think it's going to do. And so know that you have a little bit of protection. Knowing that you're covered, honestly, just gives you a whole lot of relief and an already stressful environment. It's nice to know that you're covered. Now, have you experienced a situation where crop insurance is paid or come in to help? Yes. So my very first year home from college farming, um, I had a hundred acres, which was a share with my grandma. I was farming a field that they own and it was spring wheat and right off the bat, we had a horrible hailstorm come in and just absolutely annihilate it. Um, luckily I had um, hail insurance to cover that, but the crop insurance part also came and saved my bacon because coming home, I didn't have any money. I just got out of college. And I was like, well, this is it for me. I was in and out in one year or so. Having uh, crop insurance and hail insurance really just saved me because now I'm here third year. Um, and pretty much every year since then, it's came in and saved me where I needed it big time. So like I said, that knowing that there's a little bit of protection in there just eases the mind a lot. I'm John Wicks. I farm in uh, Liberty County, North Central Montana, and I farm organically and I farm wheat, uh, chickpeas, lentils, mustard, flax, einkorn, kamut, uh, a lot of different variations, really diverse crop rotations. And I also do a lot of cover cropping and uh, you know low impact tillage. So um, the farm has been around for three generations and I'm a fourth generation farmer and I took over the farm when I was 21. So I've been farming for about 18 years and organic probably the last almost eight years. What does crop insurance mean to you? Um, crop insurance for me is uh, a safety net that is really important to farmers so they can continue to operate without the stress and uh, you know financial burdens of maybe going through some disastrous droughts or weather events. Um, so it's really important to keep the food system up and running. Have you ever had a situation where you've had to use your crop insurance? Yeah, the last four years have been, we've been in a pretty serious drought and we've had to use crop insurance three out of the four years. 
and really, you know, I think I was cutting some spring wheat that was maybe averaging like one bushel an acre, which, you know, even being organic with that uh, price point, um, it was still wasn't enough to pay the bills to keep the lights on at the farm. So with that crop insurance coming in, um, it's really taken my risk level down a lot and helped me sleep at night knowing that, you know, the farm's going to be okay even if we go through some of these disastrous events. Um, yeah, I would say as far as uh, organic uh, crop insurance, one of the nice things to have is that use that contract price to, uh, you know, keep your guarantee up and, you know, really helps you sleep at night knowing that that crop insurance is working for you and it just makes life a little easier and, uh, you know, your quality of life goes up a little bit when you're not stressed about that kind of thing. So. So my name is Nathan Kane. I'm the current president of Montana Grain Growers Association. I also farm uh, out of Loma, north of Loma, Montana, west of Big Sandy, Montana. Uh, pretty diverse farm as far as crops go. Uh, when I came on the farm, I didn't grow up on a farm, but when I came to it about 17 years ago, um, we were all just winter wheat and fallow, and now we grow up to 10 different crops a year. Yeah, so I married into the farm, and this farm was started in the Homestead Act in 1912. So uh, my wife is the fourth generation on the farm, and so hoping that our kids, you know, will be fifth generation and uh, continue. What does crop insurance mean to you? Crop insurance, what it means to me, is risk mitigation. It's a it's a safety net. It's something that when you get in hard times, it keeps you going. It gives you the ability to farm again. Because um, without it, there's so much risk when it comes to farming that you are not in control of. It's it's huge. You know, it's 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 the weather, it's pests, it's fire, it's wind damage. You know, it's all these different things that we have zero control over. And food is a national security thing. You can't feed your people. You know, what do you got? You have you have chaos, and and so um, it's a neat item. And if you can't provide that food, um, then what do you got? And so. Insurance, I mean, the insurance continues to improve, you know, every time we have a farm bill coming up or, you know, we're advocating for different crops to insure, um, that just makes sense in that region. Um, having insurance kind of back you up and help mitigate the risk to put it out there, because we put a lot of dollars up per acre every year, and you wonder if you'll get it back, and at least you have a safety net of insurance that you have a full-on wreck even a partial wreck, it helps you get by for another year. Can you think of a time in your operation when crop insurance helped? Absolutely. So, I mean, Montana, <laughs> we have faced some severe droughts in 2021, 2022. And I tell you, and not only on that, for, for us, you know, 2023 crop was this year we finally cut a crop. So. Last year and the year before that, we barely cut anything. And that wasn't all due to drought, but on top of drought, we got pummeled with hail. And so if it wasn't for crop insurance, I don't think we would be able to farm anymore. It, I mean, that's how important it was to us. You know, I, and I think that's what it would have been like for many farmers 
in Montana, in the Southwest, you know, parts of, of this country. And uh, without crop insurance, we'd be losing the place. And, and that'd just be sad, you know, like I said, you know, we're fourth generation farm and that's always the scare, you know, you take over the farm, you hope to be not the generation that loses it, you know? Um, so if it wasn't for crop insurance in 21, 22, we would have been in big trouble. Farming's a unique industry where we lay out so much money and just pray that we get rain, you know? No storms will wipe you out and things like that, but yeah. Awesome. Anything else you want to add or anything? I, I just, I appreciate what you're doing as far as just educating people, even outside of agriculture, of the importance of insurance. You know, it's uh, no private industry is willing to take on the full risk of insuring agriculture because that risk is so great. And so to be able to have the government work with private industry as well, and it just makes sense, is that it, it operates well. Um, we as producers can go to private agents, deal with them. They have skin in the game. Um, the insurance companies have skin in the game. The government has skin in the game. And it just works well that way because without the government subsidy in that, you couldn't find a private company to do the full risk mitigation on that. Or maybe you could, but the premiums would be so outrageous, farms wouldn't be able to afford the premiums. Instead of insuring our crops, 60 to 80% of the potential, you know, we'd be maybe 20% just, and the premiums would still be crazy high at that. And what would that do for you? You get a full wreck and you're covered 20%. That's not enough to get you by for the next year. So, so I appreciate what you're doing, <laughs> you know, advocating for just insurance and, and what it does. And it's not a, a, a money grab. It's not, Farmers don't get rich off of insurance. It's a full-on just risk mitigation safety net to help us continue doing what we're doing. So appreciate it. From my family to yours, thank you very much for listening. I sincerely hope that this presentation has been instrumental in enhancing your understanding of federal crop insurance. If you find value in our podcast, we kindly encourage you to subscribe and spread the word among your friends and neighbors. To access further information, please visit our website at thecropinsurancepodcast.com, where you'll find the latest podcast episodes, articles, and exciting new features conveniently located in one place. This information is not all-inclusive and is meant to be used only as general guidelines for educational purposes. For additional information, please see Crop Provisions, reference the crop insurance handbook or loss adjustment manual or contact your crop insurance agent. This institution is an equal opportunity provider and employer. Thank you.